silent real quick. <laughs> no, thank you for doing that. A lot of people come in here and boop, 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 boop. It's like, hey, bud. Yeah. I know. I know that's not. <laughs> was that your Doge coin alert? Like, bro, chill. Turn your fucking shit down. Is that your mom? It. Is that your fucking mom? <laughs> Is that your friend? <laughs> <laughs> that part in Superbad where he's like, "Why are you calling all your friends? You calling your fucking fantastic <laughs> friends? Tiger got out of cage, man." <laughs> One of my favorite things to say to my friends at work is like, "Time to suck today's dick." <laughs> You've been fucked by the long dick of the law. <laughs> One of the things I always say, like, "Hey, can you stay over work for ten minutes?" Oh man, I can't. I got a goddamn veterinary <laughs> yeah, exam. Yeah, <laughs> I got a goddamn veterinary exam. I don't believe Bro. it. I don't believe it. <laughs> he draws an Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Like an Eminem. Like kind of looks like you. Marshall Mathers. <laughs> Marshall. Marshall kind of looks like you. I look like a cop. <laughs> oh, oh, a Jew. Like, <laughs> oh, a Jew. <laughs> I'm looking for a Jewish cop. <laughs> I yeah. saw a thing on the interwebs that Seth Rogen is no longer going to be working with James Franco in the foreseeable future. I saw that future. too. Yeah, I saw that. It's a good move. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a good move. I the 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 duo was good, but we've one. I think it's over. It's kind of like Will Ferrell's shtick. I love him, but I'm over the shtick. I don't. It's not funny anymore. I can't deal with it. I don't know that I've seen any of the James Franco Seth Rogen movies. Really, Pineapple Express. Uh, uh, the interview. It's not like half of the interview. Express. And then the interview. This, what was the, the, the disaster <clears throat> artist or something? Like that. That was either. the one where they all die? The, this is the end. Movie. Oh, this, this is, is the, the end. end. Yeah, yeah, I did. Disaster. I did see like half of this is the end. So yeah. collectively, you've seen one whole movie: <laughs> half of pineapple and much. half of. <clears throat> well, you said half of pineapple and half of. Yeah, that's fair. The only part I remember is where like. Michael Sarah's like getting his ass ate and in the bathroom. Like, he, he offers that girl like a sip of his juice box. It's Capri Sun. <laughs> People are getting sucked up, sucked up out there. I got sucked off in here. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Our, uh, isn't Rihanna in that movie for like a split yeah. second? Yeah, Rihanna slaps Michael Sarah, she? and okay. she had to do it for real because none of the takes looked real. Yeah. Oh. That's that's a role I'd accept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I let I let Rihanna hit me. Welcome to the Tune Junkies podcast. For everything else, there's Mastercard. My name's Nick. <laughs> My name is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> We're just stealing everybody's slogans yeah. now. That's good. Last Next, time I went, uh, we have the. Meets. I was say we had the meats last time. <laughs> Today we're here with Nicholas Dinelli and Joey Kaufman. I'm Joey. Oh, yeah, Death Tax. How are you guys doing? Uh, Howdy, Howdy partners. Howdy partners. Oh, is that how we're doing? Good. Howdy partners. I'm going to turn everybody's vocals really low so we sound like that dude with a I already asked Joey this multiple was it times. Vegan Ron but, uh, from Parks and Rec? the first question I asked our guest. He's the mayor and family guy. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. How do horses even snort ketamine? Fuck. If you find out, let me know. I would like to know it to you. I gotta imagine it's just on a women of prayer. You know? yeah. just, they just go for it. I mean, like sniffing, fucking dick first. I guess. <laughs> is that just is that like from something, or is that just something you're s- you're genuinely curious? That sounds like how a, does that horse sleep? Snore yeah, like, no. Alexa. Really <laughs> Alexa, yeah. how's a horse snort ketamine? Nick, it's two o'clock in the morning. Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, though. Yeah, but that's not actually the first question we ask. It is not. The actual first question we like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast is, what was your first encounter with live music? 
With live music? Mm-hmm. Um, well, apparently my dad took me to see Jackal when I was like two. Nice. The Chainsaw Band? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, but after that, I think the first concert that I really remember, my dad took me to see Godsmack. Fair enough. In like 2007. So I was like... That's, that's like primo era. Yeah, yeah. I was like eight and... Uh, they played the embassy in Fort Wayne, which is like this really like historic mm-hmm. venue. So kind of weird to see like Godsmack there. Uh, and Chris Angel announced them on what? stage. I yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! That, that must is... have been like the height of Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah, a small yeah. Window. I should have a- I should have waited because then if he would have been like, yeah, I saw Chris Angel open up. Godsmack in 2007. Yeah, that definitely happened in 2007. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have yeah, guessed that. Yeah, that was uh, my first show that I remember. And then after that, my dad took me to see a lot of um, 80s bands. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that he had me growing up listening to. Such as? Uh, well, my dad's the biggest Kiss fan ever. Oh, okay. Part like, of the Kiss Army, huh? Oh, yeah. I've got an uncle in the army <laughs> as well. general. In the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would say. Yeah. Doesn't your dad have like a room? Yeah. Like a kiss room? See, that's uh. that's how I know because every person I've ever met who is like openly like, oh, I'm in the kiss army, they have a room of kiss, like memorabilia, yeah. merch, photos, the yeah. cardboard cutouts. Yeah, my like, dad oh, literally you guys are really has a Paul it. Stanley like life-size cutout. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. They all do. There's um. This, he framed it. It's a giant comic book that's like three foot tall what? of like one of the Kiss comics. No um, way. Yeah. Wasn't Go- Kiss in a Spider Man comic? Or what were they? What did they? They, they did like they had a Marvel do? comic. Oh, yeah. they had a Marvel comic. Yeah, yeah, they had like a Marvel comic back in the 70s that like they printed their own blood. <laughs> oh <with> my the- God. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss really has done it all. Yeah. So. I mean, I grew up with a lot of that. Kiss um, saves Christmas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the Scooby Doo episode. Corn mm-hmm. had one. A uh, Corn was in South Park. Weren't they mocking the like Kiss episode of Scooby Doo in that episode? Probably, yeah. I just remember Jonathan Davis being like, "Well, what are we gonna do now, <laughs> gang?" I know it's so. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Jonathan Davis. I, I. Do you guys know about Catatonic Youths? That like Instagram page. No, I won't say any more than other than what I'm about to tell you about it. Please go watch it. Yeah, yeah Catatonic use is it spelled with a C or a K? With a C. Okay. Yeah. Um, you should. But they have the clip of, I believe it's Chris Angel. Yeah, the where mind Jonathan Davis is in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they like Jonathan Davis like produced the theme song for oh, Mind Freak. He did. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, this long, like, the actual, like, so, like, all the clips from, like, the intro theme are, yeah. like, clips from this, like, actual music video that shows, like, kind of the behind the scenes of, like, Jonathan Davis at the soundboard yeah. and everything. But they took clips from that and just put it up. Catatonic Youth, they just kind of post, like, all of, like, the cringy internet music memes. And Beautiful. kind of, like, post, like, little clips from Sold. everything. Yeah, know, I'm absolutely, okay. It's, now I have another reason to look at Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah it's so funny. <laughs> it's jarring, though. <laughs> it really it's is. upsetting. The on there is upsetting. <laughs> it's upsetting. But, but, yeah, Catatonic Youth, check it out. There's a there's a couple of Fort Wayne locals that have popped up on Yeah, there. yeah, I've seen quite a few uh, old Fort Wayne. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So let's take it back to the beginning, I guess. Well, let's start at the end of something and the beginning of something else. Okay. Um, of course, I'm talking about lot lizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two remaining members that stuck it to the end. Yeah, Nelly kind of came in at the, I don't know, a few months before the pandemic hit, I guess. But, uh, yeah, um, just a name change. And I mean, there was a big lineup change too. It was kind of a long pandemic. A lot of uh, a lot of shit happened internally, and you know, it was. I think it was what September when we parted ways with Matt, and then it was early in the what was it early twenty twenty one when when Adam left. Yeah, something yeah, like that. that. I remember it was cold out. Yeah, it was. But um, that can be any time in Indiana. That is true. (laughs) I think it was like February or something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, No, it was. It was February. Um, yeah. Um, we had a few members come in and out in the downtime. Um, and then we found Reagan in Boston. Oh, and we added Obi. Yeah. Obi joined. Sometime in between when uh when. Adam was still in the band. Yeah, Adam was still in the band when we we grabbed Obi. But, but yeah. um, I don't know, man. There's been – I think this was kind of the first big, big change, but people don't realize that, like, this band has had, like, 11 members or some shit like that at this point. Like, um, and that's just from, like, the volume one lineup when we were a two-piece until now. Um, I think people noticed a big change when Sam left. Um, mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then you joined and then we rode that pretty hard for like a summer or some shit. An early winter. Yeah. 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 I don't know. The, the whole timeline is really like kind of. My first show was New Year's. So I started practicing with you guys. New Year's 2019 going into 2020. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never um, saw a show with Nelly. Yeah. I think the last show I saw was maybe Sam's last show. You came to that? No. In no. Anderson? No, okay, never mind, never mind. Never mind. I was, was going to say, that I was, was at Ignition. Sam's last show in Fort Wayne. Ignition with the, the release. Bazooka Tooth. Mm, Might have yeah. been the last one. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of tension at that time. That was not a good time. That show was cool, though. How was that? It was a good show. Yeah, it was fun. Unrelated. Um, Can I get you to pull your mic up a little closer to your face? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> It'll move, I promise. <laughs> it moved all the way. <laughs> wow. all the way. <laughs> there you go. Hold the bottom. There you go. Okay. Is that okay. comfortable for you? Yeah, this is good. All right, cool. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was uh, – we, uh, we parted ways with Matt um, and, like – which I, did you guys ever meet Matt? Yeah, we met Matt a okay. couple of times. I'm terrible um, with names, so I have no idea. He was drumming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and then Adam wanted to do his solo stuff full time, and so he left. And yeah, February and which is great. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Um, shout out to Adam. Yeah, shout out to Adam. Uh, always, always going to be a great friend. Um, but yeah, then we, like I said, we picked up Obi who's doing like keys and the uh, sampling and some backup guitar stuff too. 
um, and a lot of our new artwork um, Obi's doing. Um, then Boston, our new bass player. Well, no, we got Reagan first. Mm-hmm. Um, Reagan, Reagan hopped in to play drums, and then I had been twisting Boston's arm about playing bass for us for a long time. Um, he was in a band with some other like kids in Fort Wayne. He's pretty young. Um, I've known that kid since he was like 16, maybe 17, something like that. But, um, he was playing in like some like kind of minor threat, black flag sounding yeah, bands. Super cool. Yeah. And I guess they had like a big falling out or, you know, as like 16, 17 year olds do. Mm-hmm. Life's very dramatic at that age. So hell, I'm almost 30 and my life is very dramatic, but that's only because my own chemical imbalances. It's nothing to do with my life personally. Yeah. Right on. Be like, We're being uh, real you know. transparent today, boys. Sometimes I really do just something like that sometimes. <laughs> I feel that way half the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, you know, Boston had come over to my house. Um, I was, like, working on a guitar for him or something. And he had, like, asked to play one of my guitars, and he started, like, playing all these, like, Converge riffs. And I was like. Yeah, we were both there that day. <laughs> yeah, we were I was both like, like, why isn't he? Yeah, like, no offense, dude, but, like, I'm pretty sure I heard your band cover, like, the Ramones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I just didn't know Boston was that good of a guitar player, and he mm-hmm. just, like, plays these riffs, and I was like, oh, we're looking for a bass player. Like, you should just join Death Tax. And he was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, I think <laughs> I think he was kind of, like, not, not intimidated by it, but I think it was just a daunting task. Mm-hmm. And, um... But I just wouldn't leave him alone about it. And we had a couple other bass players that, like, were learning the songs, and then they would just ghost us. We have that kind of – that's like a reoccurring thing. Yeah. We, we've definitely talked about it with you guys before, just getting ghosted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I th- I mean, I don't – not to, like, fucking fan our own balls or anything, but, like, it's not easy music to just, like, jump into and, like, pick up. So I think people get into it, and they start to, like, try to dissect stuff, and they're like – this is stupid. Like, do you think that that's something because, so the music they'd be jumping into Mm -hmm. isn't their direct passion. They just want to play music and they like this music, but it's not something they're really into. So it's more difficult to pick up and I I think that's part of it. I think people like the band. Mm -hmm. So they want to be in the band and then they get in the band and they're like, this is overwhelming. Mm. Cause I mean, like, I mean, when we play shows, like we, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when we tour, we go, go, go. And when we're writing, it's in like, it's, it's intense and it's like overwhelming and it's yeah. exhausting. And I, it's I think, work. It's not just yeah, for fun. Yeah. It's a definitely a big, uh, work horse mm-hmm. type of band. Like we definitely have our head just going forward the whole time. Yeah. And I totally subscribe to that notion because I feel like the big issue with, some people is that depending on what you want your outcome to be depicts how you have to act right now. Yeah. Like if you're wanting this to be your job, your career, mm. you got to put in the fucking work. Yeah. If it's not what, if you're just wanting to have fun, that's totally fine. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. But <clears throat> we hate fun. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't ever it. have fun. Who? F is for fire that burns down the whole town. We yeah, all know this. Fuels for uranium bombs. <laughs> And it's for, no, for survivors. no survivors. <laughs> yeah. We all yeah. know this. 
Yeah, I you know that was that was a big thing with with some previous members too. Mm-hmm. Is that like it? The whole thing stopped being fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. And right before the name change, and I mean even when like we were recording Back to the Lamp, like Back to the Lamp was hell to record. And everybody was kind of arguing, and there was a lot of fucking tension going on. We had a drummer that had been in the band for, like, literally two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that kind of tension kind of, you know. Boils led, up. Yeah, and it led to some shifts. And when Nelly joined, though, there was definitely, like, a, you know what I mean? There was some, finally, some, like, fun to be had again. And that was when we started writing. Well, we had already started writing. Uh, I will never leave you. And are we left no other choice? Mm-hmm. Um, and we got done writing that, and we were supposed to go. It was in March. We were supposed to go to Nashville and record it with Trevor from Bazooka Tooth, mm-hmm. and then obviously the whole world came to a fucking screeching halt. So that gave us time to kind of do nothing. You know what I mean? Like we were practicing and and we were getting together when we could when when members weren't like having meltdowns about potentially getting sick and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um so that gave us a lot of time to sit and think. And sitting and thinking led to a lot of like introspective um moments and a lot of like really looking inward and kind of taking what Lizards was and dissecting it and trying to figure out why we weren't succeeding at the things we wanted to do. Um, I feel like everything that we've put out, we've gotten better as, as it's gone on at trying to achieve things, but I don't think we ever hit a point where we were a hundred percent happy with how everything was going. And that, I'm sorry. If I can ask a question in regards to what you're talking about Mm -hmm. right there, do you think that the in regards to the transition from Louisiana to mm. death tax, do you think it was more of a molting of the skin or is it an entirely new birth? It's the next step. Next step. Yeah. I, you know, I, when, when I was holed up in my fucking room where I write and stuff mm-hmm. like that during the middle of this whole like pandemic thing, like I was going back and forth from being like, okay, I hate playing in a band with the people I'm in a band with right now. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be transparent about that. Like I knew Adam didn't want to be in the band anymore. And I knew Matt was Matt and I just butted heads a lot on a lot of things Mm -hmm. and I wasn't having a good time with it, you know, and, and bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. Literally. (laughs) That was me. I mean, Nelly can attest to this. Like a lot of phone calls, a lot of you and me just fucking venting for, hours just venting and venting and venting and you know there there was a lot of moments where i was like okay death tax is this band i want to do that is like what i want to do mm-hmm. and it's what nelly wants to do and we're going to get members that are going to be on board with it and then i was like but that's what lizards should be you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, I felt like nelly and i were the only two members that were invested in it a thousand percent there was just some obstacles so it's not like lizards 2.0 it's death tax 1.0 i don't i don't know that's i I, i've been asked that question a lot and i don't look at it like that 
the way I look at it is that like lizards is just sort of the first chapter in this whole thing. Um, I think we're a band that has a lot of lore, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of Easter eggs on the two new EPs that call back to old stuff that I'm excited for people to eventually like call me out on. Um, Yeah. I just don't look at it like that because every time this band has done anything, it's been a transitional period. Um, I think you can, I think the easiest way to tell that is sonically. I mean, you listen to volume one and then you listen to back to the lamp, like it's the same band, but it's not at all. You know, there's, there's a lot of big differences and a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, not trying to think so much about things and just let things be very natural and, and what feels good at the time and not be so calculated. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought much about it because to me, it was, like I said, it was just the next logical step. You know, it was, I wasn't happy with what we were doing in lizards. That name in itself kind of felt like it put me in a box creatively. Um, and like I said, I was ready to start this other band with Nelly called death tax. And then it just like hit me. I was like, no, like I'm in the band I'm supposed to be in. And we're going to change the name to Death Tax. And we're going to just keep going. But so it, it sounds <clears throat> more or less like the band itself is almost like a living being. In the sense that yeah. it started as one thing. And as time has progressed, experiences, traumas, mm-hmm. like life itself has helped shape and mold this into... It's still the same spirit, yeah. but the outer casing has changed just as much of ours have from yeah, yeah. I mean, to now. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the long and short of it. I, I think that, um, yeah, I, it's it's a different appearance in mm-hmm. some ways. In other ways, it's not. You know, I think that, I think that you guys are going to come to a death tax show and it's still going to be business as usual you know i mean hope yeah yeah i mean hopefully we've been dragging this axe across the road for a long time waiting and waiting and waiting to get back out and do it and hopefully you know hopefully people will take note of that that you know i feel like this band right now is just really trying to be as um impactful uh more than ever um but yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess I, I I spent so much time with myself during this time off mm-hmm. and just being away from all the noise and being away from all the distractions. And um, I've really been trying to like unlock a lot of suppressed parts of my brain and kind of sort through some, some personal shit. And um, yeah, I just... I just, when I thought of the band that I wanted us to be, it was Death Tax. And, and to have like the, you know, cause I think last time we talked, the two EPs that we put out were supposed to be a full length. And, um, there's a lot of stuff on those two EPs that, I look at and I think like this is exactly what I've been trying to write for 
the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. You know, it's stuff that I'm really, really, really proud of those two EPs. And um, I'm really happy with where we're at right now. But those EPs were written before we officially decided to change the name. I mean, Matt and Adam were still in the band. Mm -hmm. I think Matt, it was like two weeks after that conversation was when we let Matt go. Yeah, it was very shortly after. Yeah, you know, and so to be in a mindset now to where I feel like we're immersed in being death tax and not being in this transitional period, I feel like right now we're definitely, it's a lot more um, not so foggy. You know what I mean? I feel like we're finally out of the like. There's some clarity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and okay. we're we're moving forward. You know, like I said, just kind of dragging that axe along the road and and just trying to be the band that we've always wanted to be. You know, and that's been really difficult because every member change and every lineup change, you kind of tell yourself like, okay, this is it. Like this, this is, is this, this is going to be the band. Gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to end like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you know, grabbing grabbing a hold of Obi and having him jump in and having a lot of long conversations with Obi about art and and the way that we sort of embrace the things that inspire us. Um, it was the same feeling I got when Nelly joined. It was just like, okay, this person is like ready to put everything into this, you know, and, and, uh, I think, I think we're in a good spot right now. And I'm for the first time in a couple of years, I feel really optimistic about the future of things. You know, things don't feel so temporary right now. You know what I mean? Everything feels very like in place, sturdy. Or- yeah. Yeah. In, in place. Yeah. So. Do you think that the pandemic and or quarantine was the catalyst necessary to forge death tax? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, dude, it was so much time of just being alone mm-hmm. and not having to be, you know, the, the band dad and not having to fucking deal with other people's schedules and deal with other people's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It was, it was time to deal with my bullshit. You know what I mean? And my partner was super, um, she's very, there's no like sugarcoating anything with her, you know? And she's very, uh, that's how I like it too. Yeah. yeah. She's very good at acknowledging that I've had the band aid on for too long mm-hmm. and just being like, Hey, like it's time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> like focus. And she, and she's very, Here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she can be very gentle about it and she mm-hmm. can help me rip it off. And that was, Pretty much what I spent a lot of a lot of that downtime doing was, like I said earlier, just like trying to unlock some suppressed memories and traumas and, and stuff like that. And relieving and, yourself of some shackles. Yeah, yeah. And and not and not using it as like fuel to propel myself. A crutch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just getting rid of it. You that's know, a thing we all do though. Yeah. It's that's very common for us to almost use our, you know, the poor me as a propulsion. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do it a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, I I I wanted to stop being inspired by what I felt like was tragedy and I wanted to stop being this like 
boohoo attitude all the time and like life is hard yeah like it is hard it is hard it is hard but but complaining about it's not going to change anything yeah (laughs) and i think a lot of the material that was out already was already centered around that so Mm -hmm. just digging it back up over and over like it getting rid of that definitely i think helped with us just kind of with this idea of like moving forward Mm -hmm. and like you know, having more to say. Yeah. So this is a perfect segue. I will, uh, <clears throat> when it comes to writing, what emotion or headspace do you believe inspires you to write the most? What feeling propels you creatively? Um, this is a conversation Nellie and I have had a few times mm-hmm. where, um, I don't like to take in any art of any form you know, music, mm-hmm. movies, books, you know, any any sort of art, unless it completely, like, overwhelms me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of toxic at times where I, I have very little desire to put on, like, a record that I'm like, oh, this is, like, fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Or, like, oh, this movie's funny. Like, I'm going to sit down and, like, laugh for a second. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and that's been something i've been working on too but that sounds like an addiction it sounds like the level of stimulus you need to be satisfied is Mm -hmm. of the overwhelming nature like you need this giant surge of the dopamine yeah all encompassing it could be i i think that to me though um the way i kind of look at it is like there's so much shit out there that Mm -hmm. it's hard to like find anything anymore that kind of hits a nerve with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sounds really snobby and kind of shitty, but like, it's just true. Like, you know, speak your truth, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I need to be, you know, whatever it is has to give me a good reason to want to like pursue it. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want your time wasted. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I waste so much of my time doing other shit anyway that, yeah, when I do get time to enjoy yourself, you want it to be genuine and fulfilling. It needs to be impactful. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, I I guess that's, that's my answer is just like, I I seek out things that I know are going to overwhelm me, Mm -hmm. but I'm also really bad at finding something I know is going to overwhelm me and not dip, like not, not taking it going, in hmm, yeah like just putting putting it on like a shelf and being like all right i'm gonna come back to that when i'm re-. like i haven't seen midsummer yet what yeah exactly because i know it's that movie's fun. gonna fucking club me over there it's not <laughs> of that all... good it's a movie that you can watch one time and never have to watch again for the rest of your life it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i kind of agree i've oh, watched right it on. twice and I'm like, the I story don't know. is great i think <clears throat> Visually, it's more impactful than yeah. most horror movies. Visually, it's beautiful, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way about most horror movies, though. There yeah. are very few that I'm like, oh my god, I have to tell people that yeah. I was so scared of this movie because it <laughs> rarely happens. Anymore. No, no, Midsommar did not scare no, me, <laughs> but no. visually, it's very impactful. Right it's jarring. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's very call- pretty. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to 
say anything about it. Never mind. Okay. You haven't seen it. But yeah. It's pretty, I know it's that fine. movie's going to mm-hmm. fucking send me over the edge. <laughs> like, I've seen enough like trailers and read enough about it that I'm like, I know. It's fine. Uh, then that, what's the point of even watching it? If I haven't already... spoiled it for myself. Oh, okay. Right. I, I, like, I'm really good at that too. Like tiptoeing up to that line mm-hmm. of like ruining things for myself. Just getting enough of the synopsis to <laughs> yeah. be, still be interested. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause That's I, clever. I, I only kind of <laughs> even know what the movie's about, but yeah. there's enough things that I know about it that tap into irrational fears that I have mm-hmm. and not so irrational fears, like very deep rooted fears with a lot of like, now let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it just it insists on itself. <laughs> that movie's just such a slow burn too, where it like is, there's yeah. so many, like there's a bunch of good a 24 horror movies that mm-hmm. like hit the spot in the right amount of time mm-hmm. like we talk about uh black coat's daughter all the time that movie's so good it's an hour and a half and like it does everything yeah so one of the Andrew Garfield, Garfield i just watched woman in the silver leg or so, something like that i don't know hmm. i never heard of that one uh, it's fucked it's 824 yeah. but like yeah it's like black coat's daughter felt like a good like punk album are you yeah. saying <laughs> black Coat, yeah, yep. okay, or yeah. I was like black coat. That and um, Saint Maud was really good Saint, too. Saint Maud was so good. Where can I watch these films? Saint Maud was on Amazon. Amazon? Yeah, we had to go somewhere it? weird to get okay. it. There's like, yeah, it came out. The Andrew because... Garfield one I'm talking about is on Voodoo. Voodoo. What about the Black Black Coat's Daughter? It's on Netflix. Netflix? Netflix? Right, yeah, bet. that one's that. What I like about that movie is to me, it's like it's a fucking. It reminds me of like. Like Dookie by Green Day. That doesn't sound scary. You just put it on, and it's like, oh, this is fun. I think this is good. For this sure. is good stuff. Same mm-hmm. odds, definitely a bit deeper than yeah. Black Coat's daughter. Yeah. Oh, um, it's called Under the Silver Lake. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Andrew Garfield. Is he a Spider Man? Yes. He was the. He was Spider Man. <laughs> okay. He was a Spider Man. <laughs> was he a bad uh, Spider Man? The bad one. Uh, He's considered. He was the one that they didn't want to work with anymore. Because apparently he's dramatic or something. He's he's oh. difficult. But have you ever seen Hacksaw Ridge? That movie's great. Um, is that a war movie? Yeah, but it's like it. it's not like your typical war movie though. Hmm. Oh, isn't that interesting? It's, it's about a guy that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about a guy who like vowed to never shoot a gun. And like it's so he goes to war. So he's a no. He, he's he an goes in conscientious the dude objector. from man with the game, the grenade. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in as a medic, and he's able to save. Like the big thing is because based on a true story, he was able to save like twenty plus people using a repeller during World War Two. Oh, because like he was able to get like passage because like cause, you know during training you gotta shoot a gun. Yeah, he's like no man, this is part of my religion. I forget what religion it was, but he's like. I'm not shooting a gun. Yeah, he's like, nah, called that ain't hippie. me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hippie, a dang long That wasn't a word back then. <laughs> I think my favorite movie about a war hero medic would have been the Ghost of You music video. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. When yeah. Ray yeah. Toro fucking no. Mikey Way dying. <laughs> I shed quite a few tears as a child oh, <laughs> in that yeah, video. But, yeah, great war flick. MacGruber. Okay, let's <laughs> keep going. <laughs> So uh, to staying in the vein of the writing process, I did have a I have a couple questions. Yep. So several of your songs, in some way or another, involve teeth and or biting. Are you selling the idea of ferality, or is this a peek into the subconscious mind with an oral fixation? Well, I think "Bastards" is the only song I can think of where we talk about teeth. Teeth and biting, or jaws, clenched in jaws. 
uh, oh, yeah. tearing its skin, all these things revolve around the use of one's mouth. I guess I've never thought about it. You do use it a lot. <laughs> you do, I do use, yeah. You do so, use it a lot. There's, like a, there's a lot of like uh, like wolf imagery to, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to yeah. our music. Yeah. Um, a lot of animality. Animality. Oh, mm-hmm. animality. I don't yeah. know why, Nelly, but you do remind me of a wolf. Oh, always, do I? I've always thought that. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, mean, I know it sounds like a joke, but for some reason, I think I just kind of associate you yeah. with a wolf. That's what's I don't about. know. I've, I keep up with a lot of nature's metal on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I think <clears throat> animals are sick. Yeah. yeah. I think a big thing, uh, and not to, like, get political necessarily, but... I think watching human beings, I think we've all had a lot of opportunities to watch other people kind of through like a microscope the Mm -hmm. last year and some change. And, and when people are scared, they do scary things. Yeah. You know, and I cornered rat. Yeah. And I've found that very interesting. And, um, is that where you also use, uh, uh, I forget. I can't think of the song name right now. But one of them is uh, speaking of. Uh, oh, I don't. Uh, a rat in general. Is that something that you're talking about? Like maybe this feralness of gnashing. Is it? Do you feel in some way or another cornered? No, 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 no. I th- that song in particular. I think you're talking about the first song on. Um, on are we left no other choice? Yeah, yeah, the wall. Um, no, that song is just about how human beings have completely like lost their worth to each other. I don't think that human life is a thing other humans value anymore. Yeah, I could, I could absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I totally didn't think it was about mining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no gold down here. (laughs) Well, it's you know that that imagery of you know. Birds are very beautiful, and I, and they're and also not I, real. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the what I was trying to do there, the duality of mm-hmm. birds and rats, being like, when I think of rats, I think of these, you know, things underground that are just doing whatever they can, eating each other to stay alive. Primal. Where, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas birds are very graceful and just. I don't know. So, uh, they, they were some shit wherever they want, though. So <clears throat> that is true. That yeah. is a problem. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just, I don't know. To me, they were a, a yin and a yang at the time mm-hmm. of bad, you know, when when a bad person is dead, they're kind of the same thing as when a good person is dead because they're both dead. They're you both humans. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, you, when you shrink things down to that same reduced fraction, like when we're dead we're dead and and yeah like the living have the memory of of what that thing was when it was alive and and they can keep that flame alive for as hey, long as you know history doesn't forget a living it. body mm-hmm. and a dead body have the same amount of atoms Structure, structurally there's no difference is that true when they <laughs> decompose too <laughs> Same amount of atoms. Bill out of fucking science. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. That sounded really smart, though. I'll tell you that. I, I, it sounded so smart. I'm gonna Google it later. (laughs) Okay. Congrats. I'm not even sure what you said. (laughs) I said a living body and a 
a deceased body have the same amount of atoms structurally there's no difference okay so i think what he in in the sense of a living person and a immediately dead person yes yeah but like, yeah i mean i do true. think a skeleton definitely doesn't but yeah. a living and dead person yeah. I, I wonder, you asked that to dr manhattan <laughs> <laughs> it was a watchman thing so don't watch. google it <laughs> but to answer your question i like critters so i write about them yeah oh, yeah fair I, enough Animal imagery is good for writing lyrics, I think. It's, I think animals are some of the most honest, genuine, living things because... They're just being. Yeah, it's just... They're just being. Yeah. It's like just literally. kill, eat, fuck. Yeah, That's I mean, like, they they're just <laughs> literally, like, they don't really have an agenda besides survive. Yeah. Animals just be being. Because I was curious about it because I wanted to, like, do some sleuthing. I'm like, oh, maybe I can dissect the writer's brain a little bit and maybe... Yeah. But so an oral fixation in psychoanalysis is a personal a personality type resulting from a fixation okay. at the oral sadistic phase and sublimation of the impulses of that phase in later life can be characterized by aggressiveness, exploitativeness, ambition and envy, also called an oral aggressive personality. I have a lot of nightmares about teeth. <laughs> do you know do you know what that signifies? Uh, I can tell you what it does. I've been told that like the dreams I have when my teeth are falling out are an anxiety mm-hmm. dream. It um, means you're afraid of losing something that means a lot to you. My overbite. <laughs> I mean, my underbite. Teeth, <laughs> teeth in general signify something important that you've lost and you have no control over losing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. I had a dream last night where, for some reason, I was a pallbearer at Lil Peep's funeral. <laughs> And I dropped the <laughs> casket, oh and he God. fell out. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what a doozy that must have been to wake up to, or from rather. Oh, yeah. Do you feel that you are often embarrassing, Nick? Oh, I'm definitely because <laughs> that's what I think that dream means. <laughs> Just imagine. Shit! 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 <laughs> and then I also another writing question. Um, there also seems to be an orbit around the idea of helplessness, which may actually tie into the existence of the ferality in the other songs. Um, and uh, by that, the helplessness, I mean, are we left no other choice? The wall takes what belongs to it. They came for me. These all sound like things that you're not in control of. Yeah. Is that something, is Absol- that another yeah. big inspiration of the... Yeah, big time. I, You know, um, there's a lot of times where I feel like... We just, you know, whether it's us as a band, me as an individual, um, me and Lacey have this conversation a lot too, where it just feels like no matter what avenue we take, we just can't catch a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, helpless. I, I, I have a, I have a genuine, like, I, I don't know if you'd call it a phobia, but like, I am horrified of feeling hopeless mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, helpless. helpless, helpless, you know, um, I, you know, I, I do have a lot of like nightmares all the time. Like I don't, it's like a good night if I just sleep dreamlessly. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I don't really have like good dreams, but yeah, I mean, tons of dreams. Like, like, I mean, I said the, the thing with the teeth, I just had one yesterday while I was napping that I like shot awake from and scared the shit out of Lacey where she was like, she was like sitting on my like stomach mm-hmm. with like a hammer and she'd like go to swing it and her eyes would get really big and she'd stop right in front of my face. And then finally after like the fifth time she did hit me in the teeth and I shot awake. 
I also have dreams of people. What? Oh, okay, sorry. That's 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 intense. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all bad. That sounds like there's a fear of not having control oh, over somebody <laughs> that means a be lot scary. to you, and that you're afraid that if you don't have control over it, it'll go away and it will hurt you. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. But I also have dreams of. Uh, I, I've had this dream a few times where I like, I walk into like a like a. Like some kind of like gathering, like mm-hmm. there's people in like ro- like almost like church pews almost, mm-hmm. and everybody like looks up all at the same time, and I can see the roof of their mouths, and they all have like teeth all the way across the roof of their mouth. You're facing them, yeah. So you're seeing their mouths open, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like all look up, and their mouth opens up, and they all like whatever they're looking at on the ceiling or whatever, and then mm-hmm. they all have just rows and rows of teeth, like like. Like, what are your back teeth? Like, your molars? Your molars, mm-hmm. yeah. Just all the way across the roof of their mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. What was what was the question, though? Oh, just uh, that some of your songs revolve around the feeling of helplessness. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to me, that is, like, probably one of the biggest fears that I have is, is being helpless and not mm-hmm. being able to be there for the people I feel like I'm supposed to be there for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, growing up, I only had one sibling, like my little sister. And there's been like a lot of times in life where the world has been cruel to her and mm-hmm. I couldn't be there to like do Protect anything about or, it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or even like console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's something too that like I kind of learned a lot about during this off time was like, I don't know how to console people. I don't know how to like be there for people. Like I'm not that way either. Yeah, yeah. I like I and I, I don't mean to be like cold about it, but you know, I just it's like logical to me. I'm like, yeah, people die. Yeah. Like I don't know, it makes sense. Like logically it makes sense. Life's like, a bitch and then you die. You know? <laughs> like, and, and and I I try really hard to to be there for people, but I I just it's very clunky and it's still something I'm trying to like figure out you know what i mean but i get stuck in this headspace of when somebody comes to me with a problem uh-huh. i often say oh you've offered a problem i will help you find a solution <laughs> but oftentimes that isn't what they want a lot of times they just want to feel heard like yeah, yeah. i want to know that what i'm feeling is valid yeah is this situation shitty it's like yeah dude that sucks and yeah. sometimes that's all they fucking want exactly like, yeah, yeah yeah but in my brain i'm like if you don't fix the problem yeah. you're gonna keep feeling this yeah, way but that's some- and that often gets people exactly know. yeah that's something that like you know uh, again like it's kind of funny because Lacey and i started our relationship like th- three months before everything shut down mm-hmm. so basically her and i's first year was spent indoors just a, right next a, to each other it's a good uh yeah <laughs> test on whether or not it, is this gonna work yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and i mean especially kind i mean i i mean i won't even lie like early on in this thing i was like gearing up for martial law oh, okay. and fucking like <laughs> I no idea where you were going I was buying a bunch of ammunition <laughs> no like, you weren't <laughs> a bunch of fucking canned food like maybe we, we um you know I was very paranoid mm-hmm. about things and I, I remember yeah I spent a lot of time just like sharpening knives and like <laughs> just he's up there bare yeah, grills yeah, nothing even happened <laughs> but you know um it like it's kind of funny because seeing this new partner I had at the time, like 
how she was handling my sort of like survival mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she was pretty extreme uh, exactly. personality yeah, yeah, yeah. type that she had just exactly. committed to staying indoors with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. You know, that was that was pretty bizarre. But I also think personally, I think that's a real test on if you ever like it baffles me. We're going to back up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. It baffles me when I meet people who are like, oh, yeah, you know, we've been dating for six months. We're going to get married. I'm like, oh, I mean, that's cool. That happens. Yeah. Have you lived with each other for a year? I'm like, no. I'm like, yeah. you don't know who this person is then. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you don't know what birthdays yeah. are like, family functions, yeah. holidays, with all the thing, all the traumas that those may or yeah. may not come with. You don't really know this person. But, to, you should have the same to time, live with them for a year. I know people you can, that dated for six months and have been together. For 15 years after yeah, they got there's married, no rules stuff like that. Yeah, there's no crazy. rules to it. That's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I agree. How there are, are no these rules people? to it, but I'm also agreeing. How with old you. are these people? Oh, these people are like in their mid 30s by now. Oh, so yeah. When did they get married? Pre Y2K? Did they think the world's gonna end? <laughs> They're like, we'll stay together. <laughs> They're like, fuck it. They're like, oh, oh. Saying, like I just are they religious I mean, too? Fuck no. All right, cool. Fuck religion, Drew. <laughs> what was that last word? That was a hot take. Fuck religion, bro. You know, but but to to like take you. it from an even more microscopic level mm-hmm. um, than like the things you were saying, like yeah, those are all important things. Have you ever been in a car longer than six hours together? Ooh, have you a... have you ever like not with a significant other? <laughs> right, but I mean like little things like that though, yeah. like you know, um, how do you like your towels to be folded? You know, Ooh. little tiny things like that. Is there an answer that's a deal breaker for you, Joey? About towels? Yeah. Oh, towels. No, 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 okay. no, no. I but was like, ooh, I, I want to hear this. But <laughs> when Lacey and I first started dating, mm-hmm. I had like, don't do my laundry. Like, I have a basket over here. Please don't do my laundry. It makes me feel weird knowing yeah, yeah. that someone else is trying to take care of me. <laughs> Please oh, don't do my one. fucking laundry. Yeah, yeah. What should be refrigerated? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's another good one. Yeah. Like, dumb shit like that. Like, hot sauce does not go in the fridge. Hot sauce doesn't go in the fridge. Hot sauce yes, does, does not go in the fridge. It does. How are you? Uh, my hot sauce is currently in my fridge. Oh, so. no. <laughs> ND, baby. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I just got my own place for the first time in my life, and one of the first things I threw in the fridge was some Valentina's hot sauce. Uh, See, that's also where you're wrong. Type of hot sauce is another thing. It's fine, but it's not the best. Louisiana sucks. Frank sucks. I'm a a, a Tapatio person. Thank you. I like Tapatio. I like Cholua. I like Cholua. I'm not going to drink. Drink. I mean, I'm not going to (laughs) use a hot sauce called Frank's. I like Frank's. (laughs) Hey, Frank, give me some of that hot sauce. I don't, I don't mind any of them, to be honest. I used to be a sriracha person, but like... Yeah. I, mean, I, still like I still like sriracha. Thing, though. It's like a different yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's like it's a, a chili sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, it's for certain things, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And like, it doesn't blend as well as I think some of the hot sauces do with certain things. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to get uh, the, hot sauce the is steak a little and cheese from Subway yeah. and put sriracha on it. Mm-hmm. That was fire. But, but to go back to what we were talking about, how like... <laughs> you know, you kind of, and, and that was something Lacey and I sort of had the the luxury and the burden of was like learning all of these little things about each other mm-hmm. while essentially being confined. You know what I mean? And not even like learning because you want to, learning because you have to. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. forced learning. Like, yeah. this is, <laughs> you yeah. are literally in prison together yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. It worked out though. I think we're. I know how to fold towels now. Yeah. See that? I feel like it was the pandemic also served as a like 
clearinghouse sale. So like if you were in a relationship and you were forced to be in lockdown with this person, you either you found out real quickly how much you enjoyed that other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the questions I always like to ask, oftentimes I forget to ask, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to forget this time. Um, in regards to the name, Death Ooh, Tax, nice. I think I understand what it means, but I'd just like to take a guess. Okay. Is Death Tax a reference to the only two things you are guaranteed in this life? No. That's not. Damn. No. Ooh, that's been a, a lot, great been a lot fucking cl- more clever no, if it was. No. So there is a thing that is like the death tax. Yeah, in like Texas? The, in, well, I think it's everywhere. Yeah, is it? It's like an inheritance national. tax. Okay. Like you can't have your dead parents shit until you pay me half of it kind of thing. Damn. Um, but to me, though, death tax, when I heard that, I was like, fuck, that's gnarly. Um, and then, again, in my sort of like isolation brain thing, um. I feel like this band is a what I have to do in this band isn't out of like pleasure or this sense of like purpose necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I genuinely believe that I am like paying back a debt to the universe because outside of this band, there's very little things that bring me any sort of like. Oh, what's that word? Uh, joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, you know, and and, and oil the, change. <laughs> and you know, the, the when we go weeks and weeks and weeks without doing anything, it like I I feel like I'm dying. Like I know that sounds really dramatic, but like. I start to like realize like I don't have any real purpose outside of this thing. Joey, like, you and me share the same curse. Yeah. I have to be doing something productive or I feel like I have nothing. What am I doing? Yeah, here? right. Exactly. Like, and then you start thinking those things of like, well, maybe I shouldn't be here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe yeah, yeah. I should just control all, delete this yeah. whole thing. and just... Let's just go <laughs> eat all the medicine in the cabinet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just taking medicine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you know, and and when you start having those, you know, thoughts knocking on your door, it can make for a dull pandemic. Are you by chance ADD or ADHD? I have variation? been reading a shitload about adults with undiagnosed mm-hmm. ADHD and ADD and things like that. Um, there are a lot of like that's like a big trend on like Instagram and TikTok right now is people being like. Hey, if you experience any mm-hmm. of these 300 symptoms, you might be and I'm like, "Well, okay." But but then you're like doing the WebMD thing where I'm like, "Oh yeah, and like I have a planner's wart, so I have fucking prostate cancer probably." Like You know <laughs> it, what I mean? It'd be like easier if you just went and looked up the DSM-5 yeah. or whatever one they're on now. And yeah, I yeah. stubbed yeah. my toe. Well, I got test. some news for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're dying. Um, cuz yeah. that would make sense if you had some variation of ADD. It that would. you feel that your purpose is to be productive, like yeah. I have to be doing something. That's And I've never heard it worded like that, but I think you just hit the nail on the head that my purpose is to be productive. Mm-hmm. And that's why like I take my job super seriously and I, mm-hmm. I really try – like if I don't feel like my relationship is progressing, I'm ready to bail. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I mean everything though. Like if mm-hmm. I, I – I, 
I think that's why I, I fall into the traps of those video games that have like limitless level ups. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just keep going, just keep yeah. going. Like it's not, <clears throat> oh, it's not done yet. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The grind yeah. never stops. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Stay away from Dark Souls, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, Bloodborne is like. That's the word movie. I was thinking of. That's my. That's my shit. <laughs> no more. No. But I mean, that. like. But even with, like, guitars and gear mm-hmm. and shit, like, I mean, you guys see, like, I'm always, it's, okay, no, there's something better. There's always something better. Mm-hmm. I can always be better. You know, I mean, like, buying those 10 different picks the other day, like, yeah. okay, I'm going to find the best pick because I need to be better. I've I've hit a block where, like, okay, I'm comfortable in my guitar playing now. We can't be comfortable. Let's make this difficult. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, it sounds, it almost sounds to me like, I mean, it's because I'm I'm projecting and reflecting a little bit <laughs> that you need a challenge. When things get boring, you lose the incentive to keep doing it. What's the point need, of doing something that's boring? I think I need to suffer more than I need a challenge. Suffer and suffer in the sense that like you almost revert yourself back into I don't know what I'm doing, so now I have to learn all this new stuff. Um, suffer in the way that it's like nothing has ever been easy. I know that moving forward, it's probably not going to get easier. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just keep going about things the same difficult path without trying to cut corners. Because as soon as I cut corners, the universe will grab me by the nap of my neck and spank you on the throw bottom. me back down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know. I mean, that to me, especially with this band, nothing has ever been easy about it other than nothing worth having is ever attained easily. Yeah. And I, and I get that. Um, but it would be, it would be just as easy (laughs) to just stop doing it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but then again, there would be the universe to just be like, well, here's your two choices. You can either S word or you can fucking just keep playing the guitar. S word. Yeah, when you control all delete yourself. Oh. When you commit undo. Yeah. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, and that's, I don't, I'm not trying to like. Promote suicide? Prom, I'm not trying to promote that mindset at all because it is toxic and it is not good and it is a bad time. However, it, if you are having those thoughts, you should tell somebody. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Cause Let somebody know. I didn't for a long time. Yeah. And that was a bad time. <laughs> so, but yeah, don't. Yeah, I got to be honest with you, dude. I mean, how many times have we been on this show? Like 30. Six or seven. <laughs> yeah, 30. <laughs> 30. I'm saying at least six or seven, right? Yeah. You're the happiest I've ever seen you. Cool. No, I mean that, man. Yeah. Like, that, no, it's no like, that, it's, that makes me feel really good to hear because I. I mean, because every other t- every time I see you, I've seen you on the show. You mm-hmm. just, you know. Yeah. You've been you, and so for the longest time, I thought that's how you are. Yeah, yeah, But now I can tell that you legitimately, like, seem better. Thank you. Yeah, I feel a lot better. And uh, I think the double-edged sword of that, and maybe it kind of stems off of what Chris said earlier, I think maybe now I'm realizing that, like, I have this maybe an addiction to be better, and I... You know, I, I have that that need to be better, but I also have that need to uh, punish myself for not pursuing things to be better. You feel guilty when you're exactly. not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. What about you? 
I feel like I have a lot of the same things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I definitely need to be moving forward more. Uh, you know, like switching back to guitar from playing bass. Uh, I mean, in my last couple of bands, I had been playing bass too. And um, coming back around, I was like, man, I need to like step my game up. Like I want to be on another level mm-hmm. than I was <clears throat> before. And, uh, you know, I feel like shit when I'm not playing guitar and I'm not practicing some other like stupid technique that I'm going to throw in a new song Mm -hmm. and like, uh, you know, putting my effort towards fucking playing and consuming more. I think a lot lately I've been on myself about consuming, uh, new music Instead of, like, kind of listening to my same old shit because I get in a bad habit of listening to things I'm used to. How old are you? 22. Okay, so you've got time. There's a theory that they say once you get to age 30, you stop, like, getting into new music because Mm. you've absorbed everything that has, like, a big emotional significance to you. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm, bro, this year is the cutoff and I'm like I refuse yeah. to be that dude who's like oh yeah Blind Melon was the fucking greatest it's like ugh dude come on there's get Kevin Lynch to start following you around and make a documentary about yeah. you music evolves and I'm allowed to like the things I grew up with but yeah. I should also make it like my if I'm going to claim to be a tune junkie yeah, yeah. I should make it my duty to be drunk in the duty. tunes, you yeah. know? To be, drunk in the tunes. Yeah, to <laughs> be ab- absorbing the new stuff that comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. But also in the, the vein of we'll junk um, inspirations that we were talking about <laughs> inspires you to go, what are some of the inspirations that keep your momentum going? Whether it be, you know, personal injustices, like, uh, like movies that inspire you, music that inspires you, a relationship you have in your life. I'm gonna start off with saying every time I die. Oh. I love every time I die, yeah, dude. I, yo, I, I wasn't asking that of Joey. I gotta I knew tell that. this cool story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> My dad and I have had a clunky relationship for like seven years now if you listen to past episodes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. me and my dad have not like the first like 20 years of my life my dad and i just didn't have a good relationship then we started working together and we started to kind of get to know each other a little bit but it's still it's very clunky it's rocky yeah Yeah. but it's not bad you know what i mean it's good and Uh things are fine yeah yeah. the other day though he comes into work at like six in the morning and he comes in and he's holding his phone he's like hey you like that band every time i die right and i was like Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Father. Like, is this something that you ever would have like expected? Him no. To? Okay. Not in a million fucking years would I ever. And he comes in and he's like, oh, my dad watches a shitload of wrestling. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're a guitar player. He's like an AEW and he, AEW, yeah. Yeah. And I was like. He played. Yeah. <laughs> like, he sure is, dad. He's taking like, an interest <laughs> in my interests. It was just like a split second of like, oh, cool. For a second, yeah. were you like, were you immediately... What's the word I want to think of? Suspicious? Like, no. hey, you like that every time? Like, why? No, not at all. Because that's what I. That's where I yeah. go to. It's like no, why? Not he's, at all. He's got that sweet mustache. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I, I just like I said, it was so early in the morning. I was mm-hmm. just like taken aback. <laughs> Flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah. But it was cool. But anyway, 
Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the things in your that revolve around your life that inspire you to keep your musical momentum going? How um, do you like your eggs? <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about this on the Oh, yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> Hard-boiled. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, <laughs> I think life in general, honestly. Um, oh no, you're one of those people whoa. who's optimist. <laughs> I try the to be. worst. Very heavy man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just I feel like everything affects my mood in a certain way, and it'll come out however it does when I'm playing guitar. I mean, I don't do much writing besides playing guitar and doing all of that so i have just come up with a new nickname for you that i will call you and hopefully no one else or they could call you because i think it's pretty cool i'm gonna start calling you of water of water because you're just going with the flow man hey you know i'm here (laughs) nicholas of water Donelli. that's the coolest name ever (laughs) it's pretty sick okay nobody else use it ever (laughs) we have a question We met a few years ago I yeah. forget, at Ignition. You gave me a CD uh, yeah. for a band. I do not remember the band. Against name. Our Own? Against Our Own. It was just instrumental. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. It fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're listening hey, to. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. It's crazy. Because I remember you, you messaged me about being on the show. Long before you were part of Lizards, or especially Death Tax. Yeah, I think that was two years ago now that I was in yeah. that band. Yeah, it was longer than that. It it's totally like Ignition. Yeah, it was like probably the second time we played Ignition. It was like 2019. Yeah. I, I didn't meet you guys oh, until fuck. 2019. Oh, well shit, then yeah. I don't know, that whole like year of not doing anything really fucked up yeah, my mental fucked up the, timeline. But yeah, <clears throat> um... That band was fun to be in, I guess. Still a band anymore? Or? No. No. Uh, I think two, the guitarist and the drummer are in a band now. I can't remember the name. But, um, yeah, that Goshen show was interesting because we had our vocalist who got kicked out. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of being a little bitch. Uh, um, as, <laughs> as bitches will be kicked out. <laughs> um and um we <laughs> we got a new vocalist and we were like yeah we got like we're going to play the show you know like i was a big fan of lizards already um oh, yeah uh we were playing with like Hound, which Ooh, another love the Hound boys yeah um and like it was just kind of like the stacked bill of bands around the area that i felt were kind of like popping off and who booked that show I think we did. I did think you? Our, okay. I think that the our original vocalist book. That. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I, I completely forgot Pharaohhound was on that. We've played with them a bunch of times. So I totally mm-hmm. forgot we'd played Ignition with them before. Pharaohhound, they're fun. They're a bunch of fun guys. They're a bunch of sweet peas. Um, but Chris was there. That show happened, and we had a different vocalist for it. Um, we played a show before at the Glory Hub, and then the next day we we're playing it at Ignition. And our vocalist was like, hey, I can't make it. I got to go into work today. Like, the morning of. And we were like, Ugh. rip. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
with the great idea of like not wanting to have our original vocalist on that EP, I was just like, well, let's just take the songs and take his voice off of it. <laughs> and then we'll flip the colors on like the front of it instead of being black and red. We'll just make it white and blue. There you go. And uh, half the CDs apparently still had his vocals on it after we had given them all out. Oh, interesting. I, I did not get a vocal CD. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It's but a like, mystery to this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that band just didn't feel right. I think a lot of things weren't going right. Um, and eventually we just kind of were like, well, let's not do this. <laughs> you got anything, Chris? I've got two more questions. Um, and then I'm all out. If you had to listen to this revised question, remember the last, you'll, you'll slow down, Chris. If you had to describe your music to someone who's never listened to music before, how would you do it? So I'm having a hard time understanding a person and what life experiences they've had, but still haven't heard music. They exist and it's weird. They've experienced everything else in life that the common person deals with. Except listening to music. Bro, some people don't like music. I know that's really <laughs> hard to fathom, but they do exist. And Our, I met someone recently. Scary. Our music sounds like that feeling of when you're stopped at a stoplight mm-hmm. and you look in your rear view and you think, that person's going to hit me. They're not slowing down. That is a beautiful analogy. Oh I, that's I, I really would agree good. With that, yeah. <laughs> that's that, really like, good. <laughs> You're preparing, oh. preparing to get hit. Sometimes, yeah. hey, like what you... I would describe is like there was this one time I was driving mm-hmm. uh, in Fort Wayne, and there was this like, uh, like train tracks mm-hmm. uh, right by a Target in town, and I was driving over it, and it was the middle of night, and I was driving, and there was just a train sitting there with its light on what? right on the side. <laughs> so like, and I looked over and I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. That's how I would describe it. Terrifying. Yeah. I think our band sounds like a near miss. <laughs> near miss. Yeah. I would say that it's hard to describe yeah. what our band yeah. sounds like to people who have even listened to like root level metalcore in general mm-hmm. too i mean but see that's why i like this i like this question because like now you have to describe how do i put it in a form in a string of words that someone who doesn't understand doesn't ingest music would understand mm-hmm. it's rock and roll rock and rock roll and roll it's all you gotta say it's rock yeah. and roll bro when people ask what type of band i'm in i'm just like i'm in a punk rock band yeah i just say we're in a metal band yeah because it, it, it like like to be like well we have a song that has like a it's like a black metal section with like a weird mathy tie mm-hmm. or um turnaround but then we go into this thing that i call the circus part because it kind of just sounds like yeah i don't know i like I, I'm, I'm bad with genres to, like, begin with. So I almost like the question better the way you asked it because mm-hmm. it forces me to describe it in ways that I look at it. Yeah. Like, you know, you've you've brought up the word feral a lot today. And that, you know, that to me, there's a lot of anxiety that comes along with feral creatures. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what 
this band is is it's it's raw emotion and numbers and you put those two things together and then you learn how to play the guitar and that's how i learned how to play guitar you know what i mean like boom I, There's the secret to success, listener. Yeah, yeah. be dumb. <laughs> I just yeah. think that the nuances of heavy music don't really mean shit to anyone when they think it's just screaming music. So, And I think another genre thing, genre was, not that genres don't exist, my contention with the idea of genres is that <clears throat> in the beginning, genres were easily defined because mm-hmm. it was this or that or this with a twang of this so we call it this now everyone listens to so many different things and they're inspired by so many different things and now they're like yeah so we have a death metal part and then we've got a circusy part and then we've got this part but that's just one song yeah and then there's another part where we just got like trancey uh background ominous vocal styles and then a slow droning guitar but that would be more defined as this but that's also our song so it's really hard to put a band who's inspired by so many different things. Lacey sent me this one thing the thing. other day. Uh, the caption says, brainstorming some new music genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just read a handful of them. Christian dark wave. Bros, yes, okay. Sold. Post-verbal country. Mm. Uh, Hard w- pass. Wizard trap. All right, sold. Industrial roomba. Oh, hell yeah. Lesser hardcore. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be more serious on this episode, this was, Joe. This was my favorite one was Nightcore Shoegaze. <laughs> oh, dude. That sounds really good, though. But yeah, I get what you're saying, though, because, I mean, those are all, I'm sure, tagged on Bandcamp somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, people have to invent their own yeah. shit just because, like, well... We like this, 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 and this, yeah. and we make music like that. So let's just call it Nightcore Shoegaze. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's where I don't want to create new genres. I don't. We're not reinventing the fucking wheel with this. No, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I think we have a lot of varied sounds, mm-hmm. but like, in the end, it's all Doesn't inspiration. Even oh, yeah, okay. that too. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's all like just <laughs> inspiration from things that we love. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Yeah, we have black metal influence on a lot of new stuff. Um, but, but I, but I think that the reason we do that is because black metal makes us feel this way, so that emotion gets translated back into our music. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess you're just describing right. what inspires you at that point. But like, does that mean I like black metal? Or? You uh, should try I like black bits metal. of black metal. I can't yeah. say I wholeheartedly enjoy black metal, but there are bands that are. Black metal that I yeah, enjoy. There's some black metal bands that sound like shit. So. <laughs> I, I would be willing to bet, though, at, just because this is the case for me, that the black metal that you do like, the like black metal enthusiasts would be like, that's not true black metal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, they make that the same like, stance, yeah, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the arms yeah. out. Yeah. That's the elitist stance. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I have caught so much shit for how much I love Deaf Heaven. Like, yeah, you know but I mean? they're sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to put on, like Nick just said, like some fucking like, anti Semitic black metal just because it's true black metal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not gonna... these dudes are racist, so. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like it's in a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I. Don't want to act yeah. like I enjoy it. If yeah. I know. <laughs> what else do you got, Chris? Does black metal have a cool history? They sure do. Burning oh, yeah, churches yeah. and killing each other. Yeah, yeah, that's a all, cool story. But all, have you all, seen that Lords of Chaos movie? Yeah. I think a lot of people hated that movie because of how stupid it really was. 
But I legitimately think they hit the nail on the head with it, though. No, the real story <clears throat> is exactly as dumb as you, they yeah, pictured yeah. it. Yeah. It's a bunch it's, of kids being edgy. Yeah. 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 Like, yep. they're just trying to out-edge yep. Yeah, that's yep. all it is. Yep. 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 Yeah. Mm. Yep. Sorry, black metal fans, if you're like, if this isn't, if this is riling your feathers, but I'm yeah. just, I'm shooting from the hip here, and I'm telling you how I feel. The story behind was it Mayhem? Yeah. Is that who it was? It's Bro, pretty silly. It's just silly. It's, it's silliness. Silly. It's dramatic. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just edgy. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like like people that post like edgy memes on Facebook now. Mm. Just instead of being on Facebook, they just. Childhood is when you look up to Batman. Adulthood is when you realize Joker was right. (laughs) We definitely live in a society. (laughs) No. All right, so my last question is, obviously, with all the conversations that we've had today, music plays a pivotal role in all of our lives. So my question is, what does it mean to you and why? What does music mean? Mm -hmm. I'll let you take that one first. Damn. Um... I don't know. Music for me is like just a massive expression. Mm -hmm. I think that it personifies how I feel in a not physical way, but uh, a way that you can sense it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you take it in. Um, I mean, like... Sometimes I listen to music that makes me feel like I just smoked a bunch of crack and hell yeah, I'm just dude. Off the wall. Hey, what yeah. fucking bands are those, dude? Dude, uh, <laughs> you ever listen to Blood Brothers? <laughs> no, I haven't. Listen to Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers? Yeah. All right, no. I hated that band, and Nelly's like, I'm the number one Blood Brothers. <laughs> yeah, fan. yeah. Like, oh, you're the number one fan, a doubt, huh? Without right. a doubt. And I was like, I'm gonna learn to love this band. Like, I'm gonna do it for mm-hmm. Nelly. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for Nelly's Nelly. my best friend. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag for Nelly. Yeah. And finally so, uh, one, day and- <laughs> one day I just clicked. I was like, oh, shit. I get it. You know? It's just ferocious. It sounds like a bunch of atomic bombs going off. Yeah. That sounds awful. <laughs> but, like, it, it, so you've listened to Star Fucking Hipsters. Then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll listen to Wild Off the Wall, like, 90s screamo hardcore bands like that um i listen to some brutally fucking heavy shit um what about christian dark wave do you fuck um, with that i'm sure there's a christian dark wave band that nelly would like <laughs> yeah i'm sure i could nelly likes a lot of music i do like Bro, i only music. said christian dark wave because your girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned oh, I know. christian dark wave <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like lesser hardcore. Lesser hardcore. (laughs) Suresh should change his last name to Darkwave, and that would make his name Christian Darkwave, and he could be a magician. (laughs) Look out, Chris Angel! (laughs) You you guys remember the omniscient? Uh, Oh, please say no! Damn it! Funny if you said no. (laughs) Well, I think I do. Yeah. Should I? Yeah. Well, no. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what <clears throat> good, they had two guitarists named Christian. If one of them just changed their last name to Darkwave, they'd be doing all right by now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's got that. My name's you. Christian Darkwave, and I'm gonna make <laughs> the Statue brother. of Liberty <laughs> appear four times. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put it in Brazil. We're gonna put it in Sacramento. We're gonna put it in Minneapolis, and we're gonna put it in 
Israel. I don't know why. Every time you say Brazil, say, I feel like you're putting a lot of emphasis on bruh. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Too. Brazil. <laughs> Immediately uncomfortable. <laughs> like, why do no. you say it like that? Uh, I don't. Music to me it was just a lot of uh, like opening a lot of doorways for me as far as like. I have all these emotions that I don't understand and I don't know what to do with them. And then you find music that you feel like those emotions are draw a straight line to. Um, well, what, what is it? I'm paraphrasing, but isn't it like music speaks the words that can't be spoken? I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I tell you, I had a, t- I had a, a t-shirt. Wow. I had a t-shirt in middle school that said, "If it's too loud, you're too old." Oh, bro, that's a fucking bumper sticker, dude. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like being a young kid that like is experiencing like major depression and anxiety, and not knowing what any of that is, mm-hmm. and kind of being freaked out by it like you sort of like at an early age realize that you're sort of this like toxic little cocktail of emotions you know joey say something else (laughs) every every time i sit down i have a serious conversation with you i find that more and more we are very similar because that's that's kind of where i'm at too is that i use i use the music to almost point me in the direction of how i like how it explains my feelings because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I don't know about you. I was raised in a household that didn't have a lot of education in the realm of emotional, like uh, understanding. Definitely, so yeah. I, I didn't start becoming like emotionally intelligent until mm-hmm. I was in my mid twenties. Yeah. I, I, I feel sort of the same way. Um, when I was younger though, I went through this spell though, where I was, over the top with all of my emotions because I was like, I think I understand these now mm-hmm. and I'm just going to feel them on 11 all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I grew up with, I grew up with one parent that knows like four emotions mm-hmm. and is very like, you know, he's either, they express those four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like happy, angry, hungry, horny. You know what I mean? Those are like the four things. And then I have another parent that's like, very like manipulative at times and a lot of gaslighting and Mm -hmm. a lot of weird like okay i'm now i'm even more confused with the way i feel because you're telling me i shouldn't feel that way or that it's that it's my fault that somebody made me feel this my feeling is wrong yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like so there's that like you know i think i grew up needing a lot of like validation from like partners and friends and stuff like that because of shit Mm -hmm. like that but yeah i mean it was i mean within the last few years, to be honest, where I was like, okay, I understand why I feel the way I feel. And, and yeah, music was definitely like the bridge to get across to that sort of, you know, but I mean like a lot of things like, you know, I I don't think a lot of people talk about the importance of music when it comes to like people's sexuality. You know what I mean? Like, I think that a lot of, um, a lot of ways that I was feeling like early on in like my teenage years, mm-hmm. like I don't know if I should like be feeling these, you know, like this is kind of overwhelming because like I didn't have like guidance in that way of, you know, I didn't have like older siblings or anything like that, that were going to like be like, yeah, it's weird. Like your body's changing and shit like that. <laughs> and, like then you listen to like blink 182 and you're like, and you're, like 
I have boner? Yeah, yeah boner? like literally. I like, have boner. Yeah. But I mean, you know, stuff that's kind of silly like that to what is this. Yeah, yeah. To stuff that's like, you know, um, very specific types of anger. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, there's times where, you know, there, there was a weird time in my life where I couldn't be mad without crying. And that was super frustrating to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I'm not weak. I'm just mad. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But you know what I mean? Like finding ways to like relate to that kind of thing too, you know? Yeah. Did I just peek it out. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Okay. It was just cool to see. No. <laughs> you know, I, I, and you know, we were just talking about how silly some of these like subgenres and these specific you know, hyper specific things. But when you start digging into those things, I think that you can really, you know, um, you can find very specific emotions inside yourself that relates to very hyper specific sounds. I definitely would agree that I think one, it's annoying in one sense because it's like, oh, there's everybody's just making shit up. But two, on the other hand, it's also super, super handy because then you can literally dissect and find the exact thing that Mm -hmm. you're looking for. What do I need validation? What do I feel? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Christian Darkwave that you want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's always Christian Darkwave. (laughs) I'm going to keep saying Christian Darkwave (laughs) until it happens. I'm going to manifest this thing into my life. I'm down with that. (laughs) So. Is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you would like to talk about? Did I say that right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, this fucking weather. Well, you oh. asked two questions. <laughs> Get out of here! How this about this weather? <clears throat> Resident yeah. Evil Eight was cool. Yeah, Resident Evil Eight's pretty sick. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. I'm like halfway through it. I haven't seen the new Saw yet, but I'm. I heard it didn't do well. Of course it didn't. With Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah of course it didn't do well. Speaking of that, Mr. Kirby's too suck. fucking old. We get it. We bring dudes up, get cut up and people die. If we bring up your saw trap all the time, that the cheese grater, the the, the, the Kirby suck, the Kirby suck, the Kirby suck, bro, the Kirby suck. Yep. Cause you, even, <laughs> let me refresh refresh okay. your memory because like this I, makes me laugh every me. time I think yeah. about it. So your saw jigsaw trap it wasn't was that cheese grater? No, no, no. Well, that's I think something to do with that cheese. Was another one. But what you do is you strap someone down to a table and they've got a pendulum that swings lower and lower. The cheese and, grater. And it may it might, it might, might have, have been, been a cheese yeah. grater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in order to stop the cheese grater, they have to Kirby suck a block of cheese from the other side yeah. of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we think about we think I, about that way too much. I laugh every time. And it's it's really just the phrase Kirby suck. Yeah, I, I almost yeah. Love introduced that. you as Joey Kirby Sup Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name too. What I, what I need you guys to do though is I need you to come up with the origin story of why that person ended up strapped oh. to that table. Oh, you know I how like you. every character is like, oh, here yeah, Chester Bennington because you were racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's got a backstory. On sucking why off Kirby Kirby Why yeah. that is his that why that's his get out of. Yeah prison card okay yeah. fair enough so i can do that we're just gonna have to schedule another interview yeah yeah, yeah. so do some brainstorming and yeah. come up with that because i'm dying to know yeah <laughs> i'll figure <laughs> something <laughs> out <laughs> what if it has to do with somebody who vapes too much Ooh. and they're in they're a competitive vapor and so <laughs> i don't want to live in a who world also killed a kid or vaping. you fucking do already bud yeah yes have you, you do have you seen that portlandio our Portlandia episode no. where they have like the Pluth contest. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Competitive, baby. It, it honestly, ah! it makes me think of 
the the person who I'd like it to be. Do you ever see that vine where it's uh, this person in a hallway and they go, and then the camera pans over to some dude's face, real bright lit, and he goes, "Wow, (laughs) I want that person on the table." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You see the vine? It's like the guy just takes a a huge rip and just bangs his head against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Check out this sweet vape trick." He goes, (laughs) "Slam!" (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um, I don't know. We have two new EPs out. Um, they were going to be a full length and then we decided that we didn't want one of the songs to be on it. Yeah. Uh, one of the songs, uh, is that even like very available? Yeah. yeah <laughs> one of them's only available. Like we put a bonus track on our cassette and our, we have a 12 inch that's getting pressed. Um, and there's a bonus song on side a of both of those. But that probably Kelly won't be Clarkson on. covers. I hope. <laughs> I fucking wish. Yeah. Um, My life would suck. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. You can't, you can't get too obvious with Keller Clarkson. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Anybody? No, 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 no. Don't touch that one. Don't touch that's behind these hazel eyes. <laughs> I think I heard recently that it was it Kelly Clarkson. She listens and loves "I Prevail." I was really hoping you were just going to say Kelly Clarkson loves listening to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> no, that's Kanye West. <laughs> no shit. That's Kanye West who likes to listen to Kanye West. Yeah. Nail Connor. I don't know. Yeah, we have those out. Yeah. Uh, Tell us more about that that press, though. The 12-inch? Yeah, because the pre-orders uh, aren't yet available. Not right? yet, no. Um, probably early next month the okay. pre-orders will be up. Um, yeah, this Canadian label, uh, Wormwood Records, hit us up. Shout out to Wormwood Records. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Wormwood. It's just yeah. a one-man operation. Yeah. He was like, hey, I really dig your guys' shit, and I want to help you get it on vinyl. And I was like, that would be lovely. Lovely. You know what's funny is we talked about that the last time you were here. Yeah, well, you knew someone was like a lathe. Yeah, I was in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so this dude just hit us up and and um we've got some other kind of ideas in mind with him that we're we might pursue but yeah for now we're just doing um so it's a 12 inch that is essentially uh our first new ep as death tax which is called i will never leave you Mm -hmm. that's a three song ep but we put a fourth bonus song on there as well that mm-hmm. features Jen Barlett from Lokella. Um, that's a cool, fun song. Uh, and then side B is our five-song EP, Are We Left No Other Choice? Um, and there are no bonus songs on that. Just tragic. The five. I was know, sold, and then the second one doesn't have bonus tracks? <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. Well, guys... Thank you guys so much for coming on the show yeah. today. Uh, where can we find you and follow you? Uh, awesome. Thanks. So you find us. <laughs> I think everything's at death tax underscore. Yeah. 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 Cause there was another band named death tax. There was death tax though. Like two separate words. There's also a band called death N taxes. There's a band called Death Plus Taxes. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. It's a popular, popular variation. <clears throat> death taxes like the best version of that. Why would you not? One like of those fucking death bands, and tax. One of those bands better have formed that idea because it's the only two things that you're guaranteed in this life. I'm sure that's what somebody, everybody else did. Somebody better of. Yeah. Or what if everyone <clears throat> did the the tax the death tax 
and no one did the. I don't know. I guess that's entirely possible too. I'm gonna write a whole bunch of passive aggressive letters to these people. We we like the idea of just making up a word because originally we were death tax, like Mm -hmm. two separate words, and then yeah, like three days before we were making the announcement, I was like. Hey guys, um, there's other uh, group. I have some bad news. <laughs> like, um, yeah, because they weren't on like Spotify or anything, mm-hmm. and I Googled it, and I didn't find anything, didn't find anything, and then like on the third page of Google, there's a Bandcamp page for a band in like Wisconsin or something that <laughs> had a record that came out in 2019, and I was like, fuck, they might still be active. So we changed it to the one. Well, yeah, twenty nineteen. That's a that's cutting it a little close. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, also, it, it, it they could. There's a very real possibility that they're not a band anymore because pandemic killed so many yeah, bands. It did. Yeah, that's something that we should probably talk about a little bit. Is how different DIY and underground shit is going to be coming back into mm-hmm. things. Yeah. A, there's a lot of dead bands. Yep. There's a lot of dead venues, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like. But there's also a lot of bands that started because the beauty of the internet and you can start a band on the computer now. Yeah, you don't even have to meet up. You can just record yeah. yourselves and somebody, one of the kids who also masters shit yeah. will put it together and be exactly. like, hey, we sound great. Which is sick, but like all those bands are going to want to come out and play shows now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I have this fear that it's going to be a lot of bands fighting over a lot smaller piece of the pie. So you can find us in our Facebook and Instagram pages, <laughs> the Toon Junkies Podcast. Our Twitter is Toon Junkies Pod. My personal Twitter is Make Dameron Sure. You almost and forgot my it? Instagram, I, I did it the wrong order. Oh, oh that's right. And my Instagram is pulp.niction. Are you, is the podcast very active on Twitter? No. no. Okay, I was going to say, I tagged you guys today, and I was like, do they even have a Twitter? And then I we saw do. the emblem, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. We have, we just don't. I just got to think of funny things to say on it. Like, yeah, I think Twitter's you're like, weird. If I just tweet what I would normally tweet on my own page onto the podcast page, I feel like I'd be fine. Yeah, Twitter yeah. is more of like just a stream of consciousness. Yeah, like yeah, thing. yeah. Twitter for me is like a live I f- journal. I yeah, feel yeah. Like it, it doesn't have like to be Toon Junkies stuff at this point. Like, <clears throat> fuck it, here's a picture of my butt cheek. Or, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what like I, we, again, with conversation we were having earlier, I was like, I'm really trying to be like more active on Twitter, but I don't know how to do it. Because like on Facebook and Instagram, it's usually just like, hey, here's what we did today. Like, here's the merch we're selling. Here's our EP. Like, here's it's like a almost there's like, like a point. Yeah. Yeah. But then like yeah. on Twitter, it's like it's forgotten in yeah, 60 yeah. seconds because so, some something else happened. Yeah. I mean, something I like doing on Twitter, though, is like I, I do it on my personal Instagram page a lot, but I'm going to start doing it more on our Twitter is like I like just sharing what we're listening to, mm-hmm. you know, Um oh. A lot of like vinyl, you know, like I like posting a little clip and like tagging the artist and tagging the label and being like, hey, like. Just be careful. One of my things got taken down because it, it, I think it was Warner. They oh, took down yeah. my thing because they're like, you can't promote B.O.B. and the whatever fucking Haley Williams song yeah. that you. Yeah. It's like, bro, that I'm, happened to us I'm one promoting time. you. I might have done that wrong though. <laughs> the, that happened to us one time though because like New Girl was on in the background. Yeah. And, like the theme song came on and it, like we had, it got well, muted. Emily That's Deschanel. So <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. Zoe Deschanel, Zoe. the new girl. Goddamn Deschanel. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Deschanel was Bones. Oh. oh. Wait, are they related? Yeah, they're sisters. Oh. That weirdly makes Bones sense. Bones and fucking Zoe Deschanel are... Yeah, think about it though. Picture them both in your head. They're definitely sisters. I've never seen an episode of Bones. 
Well, oh. if you've seen the beginning of Spider-Man 2, you're late. She's the one that went about the pizza. He goes, pizza time. He goes, I'm not paying for those. That's no, her. I don't remember. I thought that was Ninja Turtles. I where remember. He's like, never pay full price for late well, songs. Wise man once said. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Twitter's like the fucking Wild West, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh... You know, but Twitter, Twitter is there when we need it. Twitter is a very great source of for news because Twitter never sleeps. Nudes, news. I will agree. It's a great resource for nudes. <laughs> it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. How much butthole you see on Twitter? Yeah, like, I don't know uh, who I'll you're following like, and what your feed like, looks random like. Random people, like random like females, following me. And, like, don't say females. Ooh, I, don't allow, I don't allow all that. If I don't know you, no. You don't get to see. Uh, no, but, like, uh, like I'll follow them back just because, like, I usually follow everyone back, and then, like, they'll be, like, promoting their OnlyFans, and I'll, like, see their vagina, and I'm like, yeah. No, that is what it is, you know. I mean, good I think for them. You I... and I got the same message on Facebook about some lady yeah. wanting to like, hey, yeah. my nudes are half price. Like, lady, yeah. I don't even fucking know you. Here's my price sheet. I, it doesn't like. That's cool. Like, do your thing. Shoot your shot. Get I, your I fucking respect money. it. Well, I don't. I don't even mean like shoot your shot. I mean just like, you know, OnlyFans is a great resource. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Sick. Like, but yeah, like, dude, you had to scroll right past is in a relationship with to hit the message button and send that to me that yeah that's just a little too close but i mean it's also let's 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 break it down do we watch porn while we're in relationships Mm -mm. no oh my god all the time what porn porn? i'm I'm sorry is is that a pasta (laughs) that's what does that come with a white sauce? No, it I, does. In fact, it yeah, does come with a white sauce. I, I get, I get the the ethical, well, was it ethical? The the morale. Yeah, moral, the the the, the debate there. I yeah. guess yeah, and yeah, that's that's you're right. But I guess the the argument I have for it is that like if I'm gonna go watch porn, it's me seeking it out. True. Not someone being like selling it, it open you. the front door and like shoving hey. shoving Lacey out of the way hey, and being like, Here's the price sheet. Also I think it's it's a little it's more personal. Whereas like if a girlfriend or boyfriend if a person finds their partner watching porn, that is they're removed from it. Those people on the screen aren't people they're gonna like run into. They can't fucking message these people and like talk to them. Whereas yeah. OnlyFans a person with a profile that shows like their kids and the things they did last weekend is gonna message me like, "Hey, for twenty dollars, I'll show you my butthole." Yeah, like it's a little, it's too personal. Well, where yeah. do you tell the line between that and amateur porn? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't talk to any porn stars. I don't know how to reach out to them. Yeah. I have no interest in reaching out to them because the thing that I am consuming, I'm gonna be honest, doesn't really involve their personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like. I I think there's like a specific point to watching porn. Is that, it to nut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I think was I know that the point you I, were talking about. I was talking about bosses. Does it come out and you go, oh no, <laughs> oh, oh my no, God. 
Some people do that. What have I done? Great shame after masturbating. I love that we've already done like the wrap up and like you could follow us here. That it was just like anyway. Yeah. You can can cut all this out if you want. What have you guys been listening to lately? Uh, Porn. Porn. Spotify, real quick. That's the that's the normal deal. I've been listening to a lot of Denzel Curry. Oh, nice. Um, I saw him about three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, you t- you've told me this. Yeah. Th- didn't you see him do his cover of Bulls on Parade? Yeah. That's yeah. tight. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, Denzel Curry. Uh, Obi and I have been getting into a lot of like, um, a lot of like European bands that are doing the whole like seventeen minute long like drone doom sludgy ambient thing and mm-hmm. i can't i can't pronounce any <laughs> I of their you were names say slutty. um i just got bell witch's mirror reaper they did a repress on these beautiful like galaxy variants Ooh. um so yeah i've been loving that bell witch record um <clears throat> lacy and i just went to our first show since the like quarantine shit uh in indianapolis Last weekend, we saw John Moreland and uh, who was the opening? Was that the Hi Fi? Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I care. It's, it's like a. Her name is like abbreviated. I can't remember what it is. Let me look here. SG. Good. Yeah, SG Goodman is her name. Hmm. I yeah. went to see John Moreland nice. and she just blew him out of the water. Oof. It was so fucking good, though, dude. I'm going to fucking show you that shit on the yeah. way home because it was so good. Um, really, really. We've been listening. We bought her LP while we were at that show, and that's uh, been really good. Um, there's this band called Capra. Um, they kind of do the, like, southern fried metalcore kind of thing where mm-hmm. they get those really, like, twangy Yeah, really bluesy there. riffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, their record's really good. Um, <clears throat> who else came in the mail? Um, I do like pretty much everything. Prosthetic Records has been putting yeah, out lately. Pupil, has been Sli- Pupil Slicer, Pupil especially. Slicer, yeah, those They're are so good. Yeah, that really good. name is awful. <laughs> I hate <laughs> yeah. that yeah. name. I don't know. It makes my skin crawl. A little yeah, bit. that's yeah. why I'm like, ah, because I I, I don't just hear the band. I don't just hear the name. I you see feel it. it. Yeah, I yeah, see yeah. It. I'm like, oh fuck. What if it was poo poo slicer? I just <laughs> I just started uh, checking out. Uh, I listened to Birds in Row for the first time the fuck other day. They're tight. Yeah. Um, I just found this band called Nopes. Nopes uh, like really Leslie good. Nope. I think it's or N O P E S. N O P E S. Okay. There's not a K at the beginning. Uh, oh. Damn. No. You sent me that band, right? Yeah. Yeah, they fucking yeah. rip. Yeah, they're really good. I think they broke up. <laughs> well, fuck Damn. me, right? Uh, they put out this album. Uh, it's called uh, Dior. Like, York, but with a D. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Innovative. <laughs> the album's really fucking right. good. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Dillinger Escape Plan lately. Oh, um, bitchin'. Mars Volta. Mars Volta. Um, always listening to the Blood Brothers. Always. Like, at least once a day. I've been listening to the the newest Nothing album, The Great Dismal. Yeah, that album's really that good. That is so good. Um, 
I listened to Firehouse the other day. Fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. If you guys haven't heard Firehouse, you definitely should. Yeah, I feel like hair. Firehouse, <laughs> like the 80s rock yeah. band yeah. has a new album. Yeah. <laughs> That was those. <laughs> um, oh, dude, you might be interested in this. You're like a pretty big. Are you super into Marvel or DC? I'm into comics. Okay, in general. Yeah. Um, so there's this double LP coming out called the Dark Knight uh, Death Metal. Dude, yeah, Death Metal. Yeah, that I know all com- about that. It's yeah. about like because there's like this latest uh, comic book series yeah, called Death yeah. Metal. But like Denzel's on it, Mastodon's uh-huh. on it, Chelsea Wolf's on it. I was gonna it. ask, is that like a spinoff of Heavy Metal at all? I have no. No, idea. like like the movie Heavy Metal. Yeah, because there was like a comic. No, it's about this whole comic <laughs> series going on right now. It's like an alternate dimension where like Batman finally gives in and he becomes the Joker. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> you either live long enough to become the Batman, or you see yourself turn into villain. a society. Yeah, dude, it's oh. <laughs> Heavy metal is so good. This sounds sick. I bought the LP. I don't know fucking anything about that. comics. It's like it's the uh, the full art one, right? Oh yeah. With the bat. Oh, yeah, I know. The Mastodon song on it sounds like a fucking bulldozer. Because every year DC will have something like an, a big event, and this year it's heavy metal. Sick. Yeah, it looks like fucking. Last year they called it was <clears throat> deceased, which is like a play on uh, word. It's oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, I don't know dick about comic books, but uh, I like Mastodon, Chelsea Wolf, and Denzel Curry a lot. So I just got a bunch of comics from my mom's house that I've been wanting to read. I got like some Swamp Thing comics. Swamp Thing's so good. I've heard Swamp Thing's really good. Especially if it's by Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah. I I listened to a podcast recently that was going over. So he like wrote Watchmen, V for Vendetta, yeah, yeah. Extraordinary Gentleman. I'm about to get a, a Watchmen <laughs> tattoo on Wednesday. Is it of the blue guy's dick? <laughs> Y'all remember that? Wait a ruin the surprise! <laughs> Isn't there a part of that movie where you see the blue guy's dick? Oh, there's multiple parts of that movie. <laughs> oh, I remember. It's Nick's favorite part. He's like, oh, hey, watch, I remember watch, watch. watching Magic the Gather, playing Magic the Gathering as a child in my parents' basement. And go, oh, I hate blue decks. My mom comes. You watching Watchmen again? Or? <laughs> No, mm. I've listened to actually. I've listened to a lot of Prince lately. Nice, hell yeah. Suppose I think um, I'm like really late to the game, but I listened to License to Ill by Beastie Boys like ooh, in full beautiful. for the first time like a week ago. I've never heard it. Really? I'm sure. It I've never listened to it all the way through either. Uh, yeah, I actually listened to it and like it's <clears throat> really a great piece of like old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. I think another I, uh, Celtic punk phase I'm in. So like the Rum Jacks and Flogging Molly, Real McKenzie's, North Alone, stuff like that. Have you listened to the band Spanish Love Songs? I love Spanish Love yeah. Songs. They're I can tell by your Menzinger's hoodie that yeah. you love Spanish Love Songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do love them, though. Also, there's this playlist that I found. <laughs> it's, it's got a lot of James Brown, Rick James on it. It's called Songs to Walk Like Peter Parker and Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> It's all funky. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know dick about Spider-Man. You've never seen Spider-Man Does 3? he have a blue penis as well? be a lot cooler if he did. Not yeah. his flesh you know, tone, but where imagine. his penis is located on his suit, it is blue. I can only imagine and hope what Tobey Maguire's dick looks like. <laughs> 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 Shit. Well, I'm I imagine this. it's the size of a... 
A Ford Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> take a wild guess That's and say I bet it's sedan. <laughs> hey, but it's a huge uh, dinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's got a hog, dude. I'm not sure. like Venom. <laughs> <laughs> that joke is so disorienting for people that aren't in the. Did know. you see what I did earlier? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I hope he has the wing of a size of a Don Durango. <laughs> and she goes, "This is a Christian page." I said, he "Oh, I'm sorry, foul. It's not wing. Like status." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Chris? What have you been listening to? Um, I've been listening to a lot of lo-fi beats. Hell yeah! Um, I found Doing this. Your homework? I found this. Uh, no, it's what I used to meditate. Oh, okay. Um, and work through some of my mm-hmm. things. I found recently that I enjoy, and I'm actually. It's kind of like productive to where I put on these lo-fi beats, and I will almost like, in a melodic way, sing my way through like the mm-hmm. emotional dilemma and yeah. it's like I just kind of follow the melody of the beat and mm-hmm. I just talk my way through what I'm feeling. Yeah. It's been pretty pretty fun. That's rad, dude. Um <clears throat> I found this I heard this band on TikTok called uh, Bitterwood um from uh, I think they're from Scotland. Bro, they fucking slap. Yeah. They're what kind real, of stuff is it? Um if you would I can uh, maybe play a sample for you. I had this idea that I was going to be like, "Oh, you know it'd be cool if I uh told Joey that this would be his entrance music if he was a, a wrestler. I like this part. It sounds like the Hardy Boys part right here. That's a fucking rip. With the whole yeah. get, the, the, <laughs> yeah. that I like it. Yeah. I like I like that you could hear his accent too. I know yeah. that's what that's what I thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, you can really hear. Uh, like, no, that's I listening sounds... to a lot of like Japanese D beat, and I like when you can hear their accent mm-hmm. kind of come through, yeah. or like when it's just in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Japanese fucking metal bands in Japanese. Yeah, dude, fuck. Oh, what it maximum the hormone. I've recently been uh, listening. Well, I started watching this anime called uh, uh, D Gray Man, and I think there was an intro. Or no, not D Gray Man. It was a uh, Angle moi, that they had this intro that was really by a band called Straightener. The song is called Braver. Mm. It's not metal at all, but it was. It's more like a, like a, a almost alternative kind of thing. Mm. I really like it. Sound like I don't know Bitterwood. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Bitterwood from that. <laughs> Just, it made you a, hard. A bitter erection. <laughs> Hatred. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I hate this, but I'm so hard right now. It's, it's like an erection that you have to, like, sustain by, like... <laughs> I fucking God. Yeah, that makes sense. It checks out. Uh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> those bands, uh, yeah, some Cypress Hill, favorite. Blues Traveler. Cypress Hill. Um, I, I forgot to say that, but actually, for some reason, I have been listening to Cypress Hill. Nice. Um, and then I particularly been wrapped up in a Michael Bublé song that... I've been really trying to vocally master. But, oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure which one Michael Bublé is. You, uh, you know what? That's not surprising at all. What's What's his like hit though? What's his hit? There's just nothing. But um, I mean, it's more of like a crooner, like a Frank Sinatra style that he does. Uh, he goes, "Wouldn't it be nice if?" Is that him? No, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I know that fucking ripper. Why did you Why, why did you pause the Why did you pause it and then start it again? I didn't. I saw you click it and it started going again. No, I moved my phone. You win this round. You win this round. We were older. We're gonna get fucking we got shadow f- We got fifteen seconds. seconds. <laughs> we're gonna get shadow. Was it Chris? Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. <clears throat> yeah. Fair. And as long as it's not 
with breaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you have to, as long as you're promoting, I feel like, I think that's the, mm. the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. Hell yeah. So guys, what do you want to close out with? Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if let's play two fucking <laughs> sleep when it all went black? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're actually like trying to figure out what we're gonna do with that first EP because I really want to just like torch it off the internet. Yeah, um, I would be fine if it did. Yeah, but I really want to <laughs> keep when it all went black and just replace Seth's stupid fucking guest part in that song. Yeah. Fuck you, Seth Ricker. Fuck you. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. We've been talking about, like, re-releasing Back to the Lamp with Holy Hissy Fit and When It All Went Black on it and maybe pressing it on, like, a 7-inch or something. But It's got to make sense. It's got to make <sighs> sense, yeah. I don't want to, like, do too much, like, backpedaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the, the thing that I really like about, like, a band like AFI is that, like, they've never backpedaled on, like, the hype. They've never backpedaled on the hype of, uh, like, seeing the sorrow in December mm-hmm, Underground yeah. era, yeah. like, when they were at their peak. Like, yeah. they're always moving forward. Yeah. And, like, good for them. They're, like, they're doing what they need to mm-hmm. and, like, sustaining. So, mm-hmm. But then you see a band, like, <clears throat> and this is no diss, but, like, a band that just does nothing but capitalize on previous successes. Yeah. Like, yeah. in my opinion, that new Deftones record was great. But like it. to put that out in like the same time frame was that like that Black Stallion re-release yeah, of White Pony. Yeah. It's like, dude, what? I mean, I guess yeah. Like White Pony ruled, but that was in like 1985. <laughs> yeah, it's like a thousand years <laughs> ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was almost a hundred like, years ago. Fucking uh, like a band like Silverstein who are like, yeah, we're Careful gonna what, tread lightly. I like Silverstein, I, but I think I they're know fine. Where like they, they're they've done like three tours now where they're playing discover in the waterfront hole and it's like all right yeah yeah, yeah just cool. i mean you know what you could do either you embrace that that's like where your fandom grew and you do more stuff like that or you just like yeah we'll play some of these hits but we're also gonna do things like well i don't know what that most recent purple album was um i am not familiar with but it stuff. was very uh it was very modernized it was not it was not discovering the waterfront or when broken is easily fixed it was very yeah i, I remember happy. hearing like their single from that one album from like around 2015 the uh midwestern state, uh, of, state emergency. of emergency I like, like that, that song mm-hmm. like it was cool, but it was like this is just like modern Silverstein. Like mm-hmm. this is like <clears throat> in the wave of twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like post hardcore. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like their song Massachusetts a lot. A song fuck. I like what the song Ides of March. Don't know. Don't know. Do you remember what the picture looks like when you play the song? Mm, I think it was like a buffalo. A buffalo, okay. That's I know what, what album it is. Yeah. yeah. That song after um, <clears throat> "Smile in Your Sleep," "Ides of March," the way it flows into it mm-hmm. on that. Is "Smile in Your Sleep" the one with the like tappy like the hi hat thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Listen to I... the fucking song, Nick, and you'll know exactly what I was talking about. First, I thought you were about to be like, I thought you were gonna bring up. You would not believe your eyes and ten million fireflies. The show's too smart for me. <laughs> we were talking about a band. Are you one of you super into Dance Gavin Dance, right? I mean, yeah. I yeah, like yeah, okay. Yeah. I was I was talking they to lost Nelly. their novelty on me, but yeah. Uh, I was talking to Nelly on the way here. I was like, is this like the Rick and Morty of like AP magazine music? <laughs> like, am I just stupid? I just don't get it or what? And he's like, 
I don't think so. And then he like he's like, here, I, I like this song. And I was like, I'm just stupid. I don't get it. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. Part of their lyrics, a lot of their lyrics are just madness. Like, uh, yeah. but. Oh, for I, some I don't reason, think I picked any of them out. DGD's yeah. been around for a long time. But Wasn't I feel, Johnny Craig in that band? Yeah, yeah Johnny Craig. Yeah, he started okay. it. Yeah, that dude was like 15 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. That guy's yeah. a bitch. 10 years ago, a uh, long ass time ago. Yeah, it was like early 2000s, I believe. Was Man, he just... in Dance Gavin Dance before he was in Emerosa? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that one Emerosa record. Yeah, with him. I am not a fan of Johnny Craig. I'm vocals. not either. But really on that like record, the, like, I thought I was a fan of Dance Gavin Dance, and I'm just like, no, this I, this is just. I like Mothership. Good. That album, Mothership. Does it for I do me. like Mothership. Yeah, but like every other album, I like songs here and there. I guess. I just feel like, like everyone's getting like they're just getting so many hand jobs. Huh? What's wrong with hand jobs? <laughs> hand jobs are badass, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. I yeah, give, yeah. I give yeah, myself no, yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. like every day. <laughs> I don't believe that, man. <laughs> Once before my morning workout and second time after lunch. You know, morning Bro, workout? It's, it's healthy for you. <laughs> it's good for your prostate. Oh, no. And increase uh, your me, life expectancy by 20%. Of, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like <laughs> over Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah, what I described in the car to Joey about Dance Gavin Dance, it's like, they're like a modern post hardcore band that's stealing so much from At the Drive In and the Mars Volta that, like, it's like. Insane. I feel like they ran their course and probably peaked eight years their ago. Their fan base would definitely disagree with that. Yeah, their fan base could kiss well, my ass. Base. The crazy thing about their fan base is that it's divided in between, like, by vocalists. Like, some people. Oh, yeah, are, yeah, it's yeah. a three way. Like, some yeah. people are. Uh, the Kurt Travis DGD. Some people are the the Tillian, who's the current vocalist, and then who's the is it Johnny Craig? Craig? Yeah. yeah. So I, there's a lot. I saw a thing on TikTok the other day. It was like this is a Kurt Travis dance, Gavin House, and you will respect it. I, <laughs> I enjoy fine. Kurt Travis's voice, but like really, those I think he's on two albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I listen to Van Halen, not Van Hagar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like Tillian's vocal style, and for some reason, it seemed, at least in my perspective, I'm only, I've only been aware of the Dance Gavin Dance of the Tillian saga. Like, that's when I stepped in. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I've done my research. I went back and listened to all the different vocalists. I like Tillian the best. Seems like her Tillian whatever. was a dick, though. I was just like, yeah. Is he a dick? Yeah. I mean, he definitely, I would believe that just because he... For some reason, it seemed like when Tillian Jim joined the band, me, then they became like teeth. everybody was talking uh, about him. And yeah. I wonder if it's just his vocal style. I, I think the thing with since Tillian's joined that band that their songs have just been more cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still a bunch of nonsense. <clears throat> it kinda, is. They're all But, right, like, yeah. it's kind of more calculated and put together, I think. Hmm. A lot of their songs just sound more flowy than I think their earlier albums because their early albums kind of get into points where it's like this is a mess yeah i mean i think that was part i think that was also just part of the time frame though like yeah. that era of music was just like chaos he's here's all my feelings like all have you guys heard that song that dance Gavin dance song with chino marino from deftones yeah. not, like the hmm. first album wasn't it no it's on their second one second uh, it's okay it's called caviar the song's awful <laughs> like it's bad <laughs> oh, i don't i don't know anything about deftones either so really yeah we've had this talk before too I got a really shitty Deftones tattoo that I'm going to get covered up. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Where's it at? It's right here. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it looks fine, man. I like that. It just looks old. Yeah, I got it when I was 15. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> that was like 20 <laughs> minutes ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> 
I like Deftones a lot. I, did I when we had this conversation? Did I tell you? Did I like encourage you to like listen to Deftones? No, what you said was you've heard Deftones. Oh well, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. fucking have. Yeah, yeah I'm like, surprised. Everybody has that, at least heard Chain. Yeah. Like, have you seen Queen of the Damned? Yeah, but I don't remember. I, don't I haven't remember. seen. I don't seen remember. We're gonna go watch it. Yeah. Rest in peace, Alaya. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still not a good movie. But like, it's not. <laughs> and neither is Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> hot, hot take, hot. <laughs> oh dang, he actually threw his phone, bro. Earlier when I walked in from the bathroom, I was looking at your phone case, and I thought you took a bite out of your phone because <laughs> that's that, one, that up. one spot is very like it's very rigid. I'm like, dude, is this is he missing a chunk of his phone? Yeah, see, like I'm a like. I either like shake my leg or I fidget with my phone case a mm-hmm. lot. So like I'll go like I'll tear it off and then I'll put it back on. Mm. And uh, it's been torn up over the two years that I've done that. So. You really don't like Interview with the Vampire? It's, it's just not good. <laughs> uh, random question: What's your favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino movie? My favorite Quentin Tarantino movie is probably was Reservoir Dogs. Oh, nice. Hmm. Reservoir Dogs is good. As a straight white passing male, I feel like I'm obligated to say Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, that's my favorite. But I think the the one that's left like the biggest impact on me and like I talked about and still like enjoy is Django Unchained. Oh, nice. That movie's incredible. Yeah, the movie Django really Unchained good. have on you. Yeah. Huh? What impact did it leave on you? Um, I just thought that well, one, I love the characters, and I all that I think that was the first movie where I saw. Who's the foreign guy? Not the foreign guy. The the oh the, Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz. That's I think that's the first movie I, I love him. And I he's love one of my favorite actors. Like, he's in Inglorious Bastards. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't know which one I saw first. Though. He's, he's like he speaks like five different languages. Yeah, that and movie. he's like crazy. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's incredible. And Jamie Foxx is always great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. unless he's Electro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which he's going to be again in this upcoming <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. For some I, reason. I would say my favorite, and I think it's the most underrated too, is Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Jackie, Jackie Brown's it. good. It's so yeah. good. It's just like a good, straightforward movie. The characters are really good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Honestly, the like second place it. I think is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I do love, I that, love movie. that movie. Dude, I like that, that movie. movie. So I did good. fall asleep in it, though. That makes sense. But that's because I picked like the very last show, so it was like. 1030. Yeah. Oh, like you saw yeah, So you were yeah. there. And oh, you yeah. told me about that. Yeah. 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 I did fall asleep, but I woke up just in time to see, uh, oh boy, kill those intruders. Yeah, and I was like, dude. I picked the he best time the to wake food. up. I laughed yeah. my the dog ass food. off yeah. that whole day. Yeah. Yeah. When she's on, she like on fire or no, she's not on fire. She, but there's a part where she runs in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. So good, dude. I would literally die for Margot Robbie. So there's a little fun fact. Margot, Margot Robbie. Is it Roby or Robbie? It's Did you say Mario Roby? I said Mario and Luigi. I would die for Luigi Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Waluigi. Yeah. I I love Brad Pitt too. So. Yeah. No, I'm like, me too. What a what a prize piece of stock that man is. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite part <laughs> best in show with the four H. <laughs> well guys. Quit trying to wrap this up. I drove oh, a goddamn th- hour and a half I to thought, be here. Th- you don't want to get lunch with me then? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have time to get lunch. we got to run dinner oh, to Obi. Then what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got to go, but don't kick me out. Yeah, like, don't kick oh. me out. I'll leave when I want to. God. Okay. 
Chris yeah. kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, guys. Yeah, it's good cool. to see. It's good to see you guys again. Yeah. It's, it's good a, to see you like in another, in another light. Yeah. Also, I would like to uh, thank you, but also curse you for bringing Angels and Airwaves into my life. So Ooh. good, dude. I really like. You heard they're like new stuff. Um, I heard one called like Riot Girl, Rebel which was Girl. Rebel Girl, yeah. which I thought was. Mm. It's a little cheesy. There's yeah. two new ones though. After yeah. that, is it Rebel Girl on cover? No. No. Oh my Are you thinking of Rebel Yell? No, I'm thinking of Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill. Oh. Don't know it. Oh, well. I don't know. Nick, we have a rule that we don't make up things. <laughs> you know what? It's been a minute since that <laughs> happened. Respect where respect's okay. due. All right. All right, babies. Well, thanks for having me. Right, thank you yeah, guys thank so you much. Um, this has been a Teen Junkies podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Chris. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>
Oh no, come on!